This is a disclaimer. Ben and I do not actually agree or believe these conspiracy theories. Now, on to the show. You talk. Today, uh, the first topic we're covering is the people who think Australia is fake. So, right now I'm looking at a college paper about why people believe conspiracy theories. Well, that's the general idea, but it's specifically about Australia. So, there are two main theories about Australia's existence. One, that um, there were it was a penal colony by the British government who, instead of sending prisoners to Australia, like they did back in the 1800s, they theorize, and this ties in with the flat earth theory, they theorize that the earth is flat, and instead of sending prisoners to the supposed island of Australia, they sent them over the edge. Can we just talk about why that's incorrect? I mean, we have pictures that the earth is round, yeah. We can talk about a lot of reasons why that's incorrect. Uh, first one was this big, big, big issue. I believe it happened last year where Australia, yeah, that Australia was on fire. Yeah. It was a quite big thing yeah. last I checked. And Why? so uh, that, that, that's one big uh, issue that we can we we can use to debunk this theory, but even then, if you believe yeah. that the if you believe that the government has like just thrown people off the edge of the earth, yeah, and has completely lied about you know Australia An country being on fire, then the second thing, since this does have to do with the flight earth. Earth theory, as uh, as was said before, uh, where where they were th- thrown the over the edge. Round. The Earth is round. <laughs> we have we have proof that the Earth is round. We we could go into the flat Earth theory, but it's it's not worth our time because that's you know, actually a little bit later on the podcast. So, there's this guy, and I'm going to see if I can find him. It's a guy on YouTube who thinks that, and this is the second theory that the whole believer group of this strange, strange conspiracy theory believe in, is that Australia is a cover-up by NASA for something that they're doing to the Earth, and that people that live there are just paid actors who are paid millions of dollars by NASA to basically lie and say they live there. Well, um, let's see if I can find him. My only question is, does NASA have, like, millions of dollars to spend in the first place? Should we find out if he do, if they do? See, don't they have a budget lower than U.S. military? 
Yeah. Most things have a budget lower than the U.S. military, so... Including our school yeah. system. Thank you, school system <laughs> and the government. And that is why we can't afford paper, or could not. We couldn't. <laughs> Are we calling out our school district right now? Yeah, let's not let's not say which school district is, because then people can narrow down where we live. But just know that we ran out of money to have paper last year, and the teachers. Okay, so I found the um I found a population of Australia. Twenty four point six million people. Let's see what the budget is. Twenty two point six billion dollars per year. And NASA's budget represents four point or point four eight percent of the four point seven trillion dollars the United States intends to spend this year. Alright. Okay, so if that were the case and they're getting paid at least a million dollars, uh what's Okay, twenty two point six billion divided by what was it? Twenty four point six million. Well if if they are getting paid a million dollars each, and I believe this is correct, if they are getting paid a million dollars each for the 24.6 million people that supposedly live there, um, on, the government would only be able to pay them $918.70. So... The actors are not getting paid millions. And not even close, really. <laughs> no, not really. So I did find yeah. the guy that thinks Australia is a lie. Oh, boy. Uh, mm, mm. What's his YouTube channel? Um, or is it like on uh, like a... Or, like, on one of the more popular mainstream YouTube channels, it's, like, a news channel. Uh, I don't, I can't, I'm, I'm looking for him, and his channel, I'm looking on a reviewer channel. Okay, because, I looked up Man Believes That Australia Doesn't Exist on YouTube, and I got the intern investigates Does Australia Exist, Finland Doesn't Exist, Conspiracy Theory, Good Mythical Morning, Australia Isn't Real, Evidence, Fair Burn Films, and then... It kind of changes some other topics, such as ghost hunter who doesn't believe in ghosts, then back to Australia, Earth. Well, flat, so, I found I found his face, but I don't know what his name is. Oh, go okay. back, go back. Um. So how old is this? Apparently, I don't know, but apparently his channel is called Medium Rare, and it's called The Truth About Australia. Medium. Wait a minute. I might saw that deal. He's taken it down. No. <laughs> he took it down. Oh. Oh wait, I, I found it. His name is Rag. Rag Reynolds. 
Yeah, Rag Reynolds. Funny. After the countless videos on the subject of Australia, I thought it was about time I lay everything out on the table and share my beliefs with the world. Hmm. Well, uh, I think we can all agree that Australia does exist because yeah. of the numerous satellite images. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just, just a little bit. All right, so the next topic is, Ben, your Chinese pyramids and ancient alien uh, buildings or whatever. Got it. Okay. Okay, also, uh, uh, I, I probably should have looked up more about this, but I heard that. Uh, so in China, there's these hills that look very suspicious, suspiciously like pyramids. Like... The mystery behind China's Great Pyramid Hills. Yeah. There's... Yeah, if you Google it right now, I'm pretty sure you can see them. Like... The term Chinese pyramids refers to pyramidal shapes, shaped structures in China, most of which are ancient mausoleums and burial mounds. And then... There's a train going by. Yeah, I think we should probably wait for it to go by and then keep recording. So, uh, I think I saw something somewhere saying that the Chinese government is actually covering up some of these pyramid-looking hills. Something, something like that. Or they don't want any tourists or anybody from that's not originally from that certain area of China going in, like exploring them or something. Yeah. Um, according to one of these, it says one of them is the mausoleum of em- Emperor. Uh, I don't know how to say this name, but X I A O G I N G. Okay. Em- uh, Emperor Xi Jing of Tang near Gushi Henan Province. Is it Xi Jinping or Zhenping? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. It doesn't have a P in it. Doesn't have P in it. Okay, so I'm gonna say it's like Zian thing. Probably. Okay. Well. Well, I mean. Okay, so. Wait, you said that one of the pyramids or one of them belonged to a Chinese emperor? Yes, it was the mausoleum of a Chinese emperor. Okay. Of the Tang Dynasty, near Goshi, Henan Province. Okay, um, let's see, I I know that there's a Chinese emperor that had, like, a tomb that was filled with a bunch of clay soldiers, is that right? Uh, or, like, like, terracotta warriors. Yeah, is that the same guy or a different guy? Um, I think, what do you think on this, Sander? Were, were them, I believe most of them, most... Emperor tombs had terracotta warriors in them. Yeah, most... I I know this from my own experience that most tombs had, like, the terracotta warriors in them. So, I mean... That's all I really have to say about the matter. Okay. For some reason, I... I thought it was, like, only one tomb of one of the emperors that had, like... A bunch of terracotta warriors, but yeah. 
that's what it seems like most of the time, but uh, no, they, they, quite quite a few actually had terracotta warriors within them. Okay. And then, uh, see, what was the other topic you're talking about, Jonathan? That you said it was also the the ancient the ancient alien theory behind them, and like the other what was the other place in China? I don't remember. Okay, well, I might have brought the ancient alien theory as a different subject, but I know that there's ancient alien theories that, like that surround a bunch of the stuff in the world, such as pyramids. China's race to find aliens first is the first thing that comes up from a search. Really? On, like, Chinese ancient aliens or something, or just, like... I found a YouTube video titled, um, Ancient Aliens, Ancient Mummies in the Chinese Desert. Hmm. Chinese... Uh, let's see, I see Ancient Aliens, Ancient Mummies in Chinese Desert. I think that's the one you were talking about. Yes, and the the description of this video reads, Archaeological discoveries in China dating back 4,000 years have many questioning if humans originated from an outside world. Okay. That from, like, seems kind of strange to me. Is this a clip from the TV show? Yes. Alright. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was... I believe the idea, I think the ancient alien theory first came from this one author. I'd have to look at look him up again real quick. So, <laughs> I believe our next topic will probably be the underground mole people of China. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, okay, so the book I was talking about, that's by one of the guys that's on uh, the ancient aliens uh TV show. Okay, so the book he made is Chariots of the Gods by Eric von Däniken. I think that's how you pronounce the last name. I think he's like Danish or something. Mm-hmm. Just basically, I th- I think that's the maybe one of the first early books that talked about the possibility of what if our origin is not like what we are, what it was, or what human history has been in the past. Uh, Everything we've been told may be not true. Maybe there's other people who have helped us be who we are. Because I think, because I know in the TV show, they also have the dude on there. They talk about how certain things in history or in certain religions talk about there's these weird certain events that religion goes like, oh yeah, this happened. And then like nowadays people are like, wait a minute. That sounds like what today may be a UFO, saucer, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, stuff like that. I'd like to point out that we're not all in the same place today. We are doing a remote podcast recording. Yeah. Due to the quarantine on the state of Kansas. The stay-at-home ban, unless it got unless it's like. Absolutely necessary. Yeah. Coronavirus is fun. One hundred percent. I mean, none of us have it, but if you do have it, we recommend you uh, go seek immediate medical. Stay home. Do not go to the grocery store and give everyone that grocery store the coronavirus. Besides, how else am I going to get my food? 
Oh, wash your hands as well. I, I know I know it's talked about a lot in the media and you're probably tired of hearing it. Wash your hands. Just it's not that difficult. You And don't, don't buy all the hand sanitizer from Walmart. Yeah. yeah. Also don't buy all the masks that are used for like putting over your face for like going out in public. I know in some places they're doing that, but don't buy all the masks. Don't be a hoarder. No one likes a hoarder. Like- I'd like to point out that on Reddit yesterday, there was a video of the FBI removing, I I believe it was several thousands of dollars worth of N95 masks from somebody's home when he was trying to sell them for like $300 each. Yeah, people people are taking advantage of this coronavirus uh, situation. The guy that bought all the hand sanitizer across the country. Oh, and and even someone in our town is trying to sell stuff off for higher than the uh, than the asking price. I would like to know after the podcast. I can, type it in, I, I can type it in chat. Please okay. do. Yeah. All right. So the next the next theory is why am I not surprised? Okay, so the next theory is, and it's not actually a theory, it is something that's happening right now and all over the world due to circumstances, people being laid off and getting their homes repossessed by the bank. Uh, basically, it is, the mo- this is the mer- where it's most prevalent, it's most prevalent in China because of how little money they make there a month. Some people are not, like, what I'm looking at the screen is... Um, it's an article by Glo- the Global Times, and the title is "Impoverished and Underground: Beijing's Mole People Community." So, basically, it's the Chinese government calling out people who have to live in underground areas, like people are living in sewers. The one guy that I'm looking at right now, he's got an income of three thousand. I want to say yuan a month, which in U.S. dollars is about $592.90. And and while you while you bring it up a lot that that a lot of it is in China, um, a lot of recent cases are also in the Las Vegas Strip. There are more people living under uh, the Las Vegas Strip. There have been uh, a bunch of different oh, yeah. cases. Uh, Wasn't there, like, a kidnapping a couple weeks ago? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, this is just a not great time for all of this to be coming up. Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, I don't think I'd want to be living under the the Las Vegas Strip during a coronavirus outbreak. Oh, Mm. yeah. I don't think anybody would want to be living underground during the coronavirus outbreak. But, but in imagine how sense, this is affecting that community, though. Like they're all living underground in a confined space together. Imagine one of them goes up above ground to get food, comes back down, and contaminates everyone. And they're most of them are old yeah. people. Yeah, in, in in a sense, all of this is very scary. But this. Really has to do with they don't have really any other choices. Yeah, 
and I feel bad for them. All right, if, so if, if you take a look at it, it's not like they're living like impoverished. They know what they're doing. They know how to build like homes for themselves. It's mm-hmm. kind of, it's kind of impressive and kind of incredible to look at. There's this one lady that I'm looking at right now who makes 900 yuan a year, which translates to uh, USD, um, which translates to $126.90 a year. Hmm. So the next next theory, I don't mean to move on from that so abruptly, but the next theory is the flat earth theory. Oh boy, there is so much. Um so when did flat earth start getting your resurgence? Uh, I feel around like 2006. Well, well there was the, the, the most the most recent thing about uh, flat earth is you know how you know that one YouTuber Shane Dawson Oh, unfortunately, I've heard the name. He had uh he had, he had keyword here is had a series on conspiracy theories, right? Yeah, I've and, seen it. Um, uh, one episode he talked about the flat Earth theory with someone who very, very, very heavily believes in the flat Earth theory, and uh. Their basic arguments were the government has been known to hide things from us. So what would what what would be the difference here? What would be the difference on the idea that the Earth is flat and they've just edited pictures to make it look like the Earth is round? I do have something that uh, ties ties into all these theories. Facebook. And like other social media platforms, I think you might have heard this before, Xander. They hire people to take down these posts if they're deemed irrelevant or like not believable. Anyway, uh, they're on a rotate of rotation of about two weeks at a time, or at least I've read, because when they're reading this, they're reading the same thing sometimes over and over and over again, and they start to put it into specific sometimes put it into I can't speak put it into perspective I'm sorry and uh, they start believing them so Facebook and whatever social media platform they will take them off rotation for a couple weeks and then once they've calmed down and like gotten their wits about them I guess they get, they get put back on the rotation mm-hmm. and the thing with that is I find it I find that it's understandable for them to do that, but I find that it's also extremely stupid because if you're taking down posts that people deem are unbelievable, but there is still that group that believe it, you don't take that down because you know what you just did because of that? You've angered that group. You sparked the fact that, oh, the government is hiding things from us. The government has decided to take away the post. In all reality, it's the social media company saying, yes. hey, I know you believe in flat earth, but you're – no. <laughs> <laughs> Your belief is stupid. 
long. Yeah, so, so do either of you actually believe in the flat Earth theory? No. <laughs> Same here. At, at one point in time, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of the things about the flat Earth theory were convincing, but mm-hmm. like there, there was one version of the flat Earth theory that it was a uh, an ice ring. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Around it, and that's what an article was. That it, it, it was this big ice ring. And then the government would be sitting there at the edge so that if anyone got close enough to be able to tell the truth, they'd, you know, mysteriously disappear or they'd come back, but they wouldn't remember anything. It's like (laughs) – There was was the guy who flew an airliner around around the world, and uh, there was in his comment section like this Flat Earth channel. And it was like, well, if the Earth is flat, how did he go all the way around the world? And then there were replies to that comment saying, oh, the pilots are in on it. When you fly in a commercial airliner around the world, you're really just turning back and forth, and the pilot makes you think you're flying around the world, when in reality you're flying across a flat disk. It's crazy. Huh. Let's see, isn't there also a, don't, okay, don't most people used to believe it like that, okay, so, okay, so don't some people say that uh, people back in the day, probably about 400 or 500 years ago, used to say, used to believe, they used to believe the earth was flat, but then suddenly they're like, oh no, we know the earth is round or something like that, I, like, isn't that like, not true, but we've always known the earth is always round? Yeah, um, I'm not sure on that one. You've always because I could. Well, I'd like I'd like to point out without getting too much into it that a lot of religions uh, actually believe the flat Earth theory, and because like, uh, there's the theory that the Earth was once covered by an ice dome, and then when the Great Flood happened, that's where all the Water came from was the ice dome. Okay. Huh. Anyway, to get off that topic, um, I've read somewhere that a lot of the flat Earth people think that Mars and the other planets, including the sun, which is not a planet, are round, but the Earth is the only uh, celestial body that is considered to be flat. Uh I've I've heard that. Didn't Elon Musk and, make a tweet about that once? Going like, "Why? So if the Earth yes. is flat, why is there no Mars flat society?" And like the Earth and the flat Earth society responded back to that on Twitter. Let's see if I can find that tweet. Oh my! Fa- my favorite thing about the flat Earth society on Twitter is that they're just so so stupid. Yes. Uh, like like. Like this quote, um, uh, join the Flat Earth Society because we have members, have all, members around the globe. all around the globe. It's so dumb. So, it's just so perfect, you know? It, Maybe the choice of word. 
it, it, it's a state of how can you be so, and I, and I don't mean to insult flat earthers, how can you be so stupid? <laughs> because it, it, cause it when, when you get down to it, that's really all it is. It's a group of people who have convinced themselves so much through, through, through illogical fallacies that they believe that the flat that the Earth itself is just a flat celestial body, even though so much evidence is stacked up against them, they have put themselves in such a spot of just needing to believe it so that they can be right about it. I did find the Elon Musk tweet. Why is there no flat Mars society? Hi, Elon. Thanks for the question. Unlike the Earth, Mars has been observed to be round. We hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks. But then there's another tweet that says, Elon, it's from SpaceX, saying, Elon Musk does not actually have a Twitter account. Your fraud has been reported. Please remove it. So I'm not sure if this is actually Elon Musk or not. No. I thought that... that I thought he was verified is, on Twitter. That is the actual Elon Musk account. Elon Musk does have a Twitter, and if you see some of the stuff that he posts on his Twitter, what he put about the Flat Mara Society is is so not, like, it is so not outside of what he would tweet. I love Elon um, Musk so much only because he, 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 he talks so much on Twitter about some of the stupidest things I've ever seen, and it's hilarious. All right, I have another tweet for you. It's okay. from Elon, the verified Elon Musk, and it says uh, something. It's back from April of 2015. It's, I, this is very out of context, but it says, if this works, I'm treating myself to a volcano layer. It's time. <laughs> exactly. How many? How many like billionaires do you know with a volcano layer? That who who want a volcano layer and then openly admit that on Twitter. I'm not a fan of billionaires. Don't get me wrong, but Tom Nook, not Tom Nook. Wow, Elon <laughs> Musk. They're 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 one and the same. What am I talking about? But Elon Musk, uh, he's up there. He I I believe that Elon Musk is kind of a generally good man, despite the fact that I I have a disdain for. Uh, oh, uh, I've got some good tweets. So I did find the Flat Earth Society tweet that says the Flat Earth Society has members all around the globe, and a response from SciTech Universe that says, "Say that again, but really slowly." Exactly. It's Flat Earth and Society then, is just a bunch of idiots who's who've convinced themselves that they're correct in the fact that. You know, we, we, we've gotten this right. This is this is something that is actually happening. But it isn't. And it never has. Yeah. I did find a tweet from Notch about the Flat Earth Society. And it says, it, he's responding to the Flat Earth Society. And it says, besides, a sphere is, ho- is a hollow shell with zero volume. The filled shape is called a ball. And surely nobody is claiming that the Earth is hollow. I mean, you never know. 
getting into the hollow earth theory, God, bro. Shall we? <laughs> let's go no, for it. Let's go. Let's go for it. The we have earth another theory, thirty minutes to kill. The hollow earth theory. Wait, is how do we? So incredibly stupid, and I, I, I can openly admit this that that I have never believed once in the hollow earth theory, and never in my life will I believe in the hollow earth theory, only because of this. There, there, we have dug deep, deep underground. Even if it wasn't actual people, there are still robots and machines that have been made to go down that far. And the fact that people just think so heavily that the Earth is hollow for whatever reason just kind of infuriates you. Exactly. Because how can you be that naive? How can you be that stupid as that naive? Like, these people are the same people who have believed in the flat earth theory and believe that this is something so true to them that they have convinced themselves so heavily and don't look at the research that's right under their noses. Can you guys see my screen? Yes. Yeah. All right, so... um. What we're looking at right now is an article by Wired, well, specifically Matt Simon, about the the legendary scientist who swore our planet is hollow. And below that is a picture that says, we live inside, drop in and see us, with a picture of the Earth basically inside out, and the sky is just a little ball in the center. Would you like to begin, Xander? Okay. Um... Yeah, so Cyrus Reed Teed, which never been a fan of that name, but uh, uh, he started a cult called Corshanity down in Florida to convince the world of his geologic discovery, and on a beach near their commune for five months, the Corshanties deployed their Practilinator, okay, Dr. Doofenshmirtz, a device of their own creation, <laughs> scientifically measure that the Earth is in fact concave. Naturally, it was a success. As is but, with Florida, everything is success, a success, including uh, beating beating your wife with a banana until she's bleeding. Exactly. And so, uh, then I'm pretty sure... And then I think I saw somewhere, like, I think Florida has a law about not doing certain activities with alligators. By certain, oh, I mean... Yeah, yeah, there is, there yeah. is, I've, I've looked into their constitution, or whatever it's called. And uh, that is indeed a, a part of their law that you may not have intimacy with an alligator. Uh, all in all, don't get me wrong, I'm not one for, like, stereotyping but 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 it but it's shown that naturally if you're like a middle-aged man and you live in Florida you're you're crazy you're insane um yeah. and i don't know why it's like that 
but but naturally, you know, you you tend to find your ways. <laughs> I believe there was an article along the lines of 60-year-old Florida man runs over his wife's dog with bike, beats her to death with muff- muffler. Oh. Beautiful. Wonderful. Beautiful. All right. Back back to the um the ball theory. So the so what I'm reading right now is I'm reading an article. It says, Madness to be sure, but also the product of an idea put forth 200 years before by one of history's greatest scientific minds, Edmund Hawley. So, basically, Hawley noticed that Earth's magnetic field is rather unpredictable, and with its lines shifting from year to year, Halley, after whom the famous comet is na- Haley, his name is Haley, Haley's Comet. okay. Uh, after the famous comet is, na- is named, reckoned that the Earth's hollowness is to blame, we're standing on an outermost shell with three more concentric shells within. Okay, tell that to Elon Musk, and you'll probably get a pretty funny t- tweet out of him. <laughs> but but the whole thing about the magnetic field is the magnetic field for Earth has been crazy since forever. You you yeah. you could look at it from like 1978 to 2020, and you could see that like it's always been weirdly unpredictable. We've never had a very solid magnetic Idea. field because because think about it, we're a miracle. We're one of the only planets that we know of that have sat comfortably. In space. Space, a, 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 a place where things freeze. Very cold. I'll be right back. <laughs> Let's see, isn't All there right. a uh, hollow moon theory? I do not is believe there that there is, but we can find out. Because I could have sworn that... Did, I could have sworn I heard something somewhere about, like, yes. NASA crash yes, one of the satellites... Is. Uh, I remember this now. Mm-hmm. When they la- the when when they launched like a missile to the moon by accident, they heard like a hollow ping. I do remember reading about that somewhere. So is it like an official NASA document talking about it or no? Ah, uh, we can yeah. Well, there's the moon life's like the the moon's Earth like color. But there's also the this, what? the Earth-like core. The moon may have a core okay. similar to Earth's. Okay. S- journey to the center of the moon. So, what we're looking at right now is, I have no idea how to pronounce it, but it's I'm going to call it, an, it's an article by Gaia. And the title is, The Hollow Moon Theory, Is the Moon an Artificial Satellite? So, the Apollo missions and subsequent moon landings have been at the center of controversy of conspiracy for years. There's been an in, interminable mm, there's been an interminable debate as to whether we actually landed on the moon, which and what was found there or what the extent NASA has been what extent has not what hmm, I'm sorry, I can't speak. What the extent of the information that NASA has been hiding from us. 
But amid the quarreling and speculation, the number of anomalous features that the moon has has puzzled scientists and conspiracy theorists alike. So, yes, the moon does kind of ring like a bell. So I'd say that's put it a little, a little more towards, yeah, the moon's an artificial satellite. Many believe that the moon is actually a spaceship, which I find interesting. I've heard of that theory. And then I think if you just took, I think after I looked up hollow moon theory, there's a thing that pops up on the side Mm -hmm. of Google talking about the theory and then how supposedly the moon is a spaceship. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So once Sander gets back, uh, we can continue on. Sorry about that. Oh, oh, you're you're a hundred percent fine. Anyway, uh, we talked a little bit about the hollow moon. Oh, which many believe is a spaceship, apparently. But back to the hollow Earth theory. So, what we're looking at right now is the same diagram we looked at before: the ball labeled the heavens, and then the outer kind of coconut shell that is the Earth. So, if, okay, explain something to me real quick. So, if Elon Musk launched a rocket out of the Earth, and the Earth is concave, wouldn't it just have gone straight, and from what it looks like on the diagram, wouldn't it have just gone and hit Africa through the sky? Yes, I believe Let's get let's get Twitter out real quick. <laughs> let's tweet Elon Wait, Musk. Wouldn't like, wouldn't it if the Earth was concave? Wouldn't like you see the like ground kind of instead of like I guess slightly tilting the direction we see it, we'd see it like kind of rising up in this sort of way, like except you're going up a hill. If you get high well, enough, I, guess, I believe you would like just like you can see the Earth's curvature like on a plane. I imagine that if you flew a plane like, inside of this theory, that you would probably see the ground rise up, yes. Yeah. I was kind of thinking it might have a similar effect, like, to what you see in Halo. Uh, it's been a while. It's <laughs> It's been so long. Oh. So, um, I think that's pretty much it on the Hollow Earth theory, other than the fact that there was a whole cult about this. That's not a surprise. You can make a cult about anything nowadays. Are you still there? Mm, yes, the Animal Crossing cult. Oh, uh, okay. Let us begin. Praise Tom Nook. Praise Tom Nook. You know, what What if we were to look up Animal Crossing conspiracy theories? Uh, I imagine we'd be met with, like, five. I, I imagine that they'd all be about the, uh... Tom Nook. Yeah, the, about how Tom Nook is just a front for... To front to teach kids about capitalism. I knew it. Let's see, isn't there one about... Uh, I think there's fan theories about, like, isn't there one where it talks about how... Whenever you're suddenly able to pay off your debt, suddenly it rises back up again. It's like, huh? Guess uh, I'm stuck. You never heard that well, before. Well, 
Well, the whole the whole thing with that, and I can explain that because that that is a like a true to life game mechanic. Uh, what they do there is basically, you know, you pay your notes, uh, you pay your debt to Tom Nook, and then you can ask for an upgrade on your house. Once you get that upgrade on your house, then you, you go know, into more debt. Yeah, and, but the thing is, it's all your choice. You get to choose whether or not you want to put yourself in debt. And even then, you don't have to pay off that debt within a certain time limit. You you have a while to pay off that debt. So while people say that, you know, Tom Nook is just a capitalist, I don't think he's just a capitalist. Okay? We've seen capitalists in our society, like in our day-to-day business. We know what a capitalist looks like. And while everyone makes jokes about it, Tom Nook himself is not a capitalist, not not at all. He, he he isn't exactly a socialist either, but you know he puts you on an island where you're getting materials and you you can sell to him and you can get that money back. He, what he's doing is trying to make a society in the first place. So a better fitting name for him would be a, a cult leader rather than a than a capitalist. He's trying I guess the Hollow Earth cult leader, Tom Nook. He's trying to start a society, and as we can see in most games, if you if you do it right, it works. Don't drink the Tom Kool Aid. All right, let's get off that topic and talk about the Bermuda Triangle before we go. All right, yeah. Let's see. I think uh, in the Bermuda Triangle stuff, I think. I saw somewhere that possibly Christopher Columbus recorded seeing some strange lights whenever he was passing through the Bermuda Triangle on one of his travels. Then you've just read my mind. That's wonderfully terrifying. Um, so I'm looking <laughs> at history.com. Mm-hmm. And I do not appreciate the ads. It says, the area is referred to as the Bermuda Triangle or Devil's Triangle. So in the last episode, Ben, you were right, the... There is a similar triangle off of the coast of, I believe it's Japan. Is that called the Devil's Triangle? And uh, uh, Christopher Columbus ended up sailing through the area on his first voyage to the New World, and he reported a great green flame of fire, probably a meteor, that crashed into the sea. And a few weeks later, he saw a similar a similar event. He also wrote about strange compass readings. Hmm. Like the compass just stopped working? Yeah, like the compass or like it's been in all directions like when you're on top of the world. But the Bermuda Triangle I don't uh, think has ever been on top of the world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So other than that, like there have been a whole bunch of aircraft disappearances. Yeah. And uh, what was it like? Uh, um, there have been, like, reports back as far as the 1700s where ships will sail through that area and have disappeared, or, like, all the people on board have gone, and the ship just manages to sail itself back to wherever. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, my, my personal favorite aspect of that is there is a lot of aviation conspiracy around this, and one of which being the guy who believed that he flew through Vortex. Oh, yeah, I've heard about this. And he ended up, like, he went from 
Miami to the Florida Keys when it should have taken about two hours. It took 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean... Like, did he mention, me. like, a loss? Okay. Did, did he, he feel he like mentioned he had, like, like a loss of lights? He mentioned flashing lights, yeah, and a loss of time. Hmm. The Bermuda Triangle is something that I can definitely believe in, and it's something that I do believe in. I do believe that the Bermuda Triangle exists. I do believe it's, it's a real, Place. extremely terrifying thing, especially, like, especially if you're, you know, the person flying through it, and you have no idea what's about to happen. Like yeah. I think, I think the worst thing is if I ever knew that I was flying through the Bermuda Triangle, I would be terrified. Which, I mean, is I, there I, any? Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I was I, I was about to just rant more, more about it, so you can go on. <laughs> okay. Um, is there any conspiracies about the uh, Japanese Bermuda Triangle or what the Japanese have that's the equivalent of the Bermuda Triangle? Uh, there was something about World War II, but I don't remember. Okay, let me look that up real quick. World War II. Yeah, d- uh, Dragon's Triangle, World War II. Alright. I believe it was something along the lines of Allied planes, and I don't think Mr. Klubine talked about this. Okay. But there was, like, a supposed disappearance of several aircraft, and I think he said something similar, that, like, some aircraft disappeared and were never seen from again, but then were later found in, like, was it China? Was it, like, they, the pilots were re- reported running out of fuel and... uh crashing was that it yeah i feel like yeah i think mr lubine talked about that in one of his lectures uh let's see oh wait there's another thing that reminds me of apparently i think off the coast of japan or some if i remember correctly there's like some sort of underwater structure it's like oh yeah i've i've heard about that before Uh, on the 4th of January, 1955, Japanese ship Shinyo Maruno 10 lost radio contact near Mikurajima. Japanese newspapers then began to label the location as Mano Umi, which, uh, translates as evil sea, troublesome sea, or dangerous sea, uh, until the ship was found safe on 15th of January. Uh, Yomiuri Shimbun showed a map of the sea with points of several other ships that have been lost in recent years and stated that those ships have were lost within the area that the Yokohama Coast uh, Yokohama Coast Guard office has classified as a special danger area. In the US, the New York Times introduced the incident with the term the Devil Sea, where nine ships have been lost in perfect weather. Yomiuri Shimbun described the size of the Manoumi as follows. From the Izu Islands to the east of the Ogasawara Islands, about 200 miles east to west and about 300 miles north to south, where nine ships were lost in the past five years. However, two of the nine ships were lost near Miyakijima and Iwo Jima, about 750 miles apart. 
we know about Iwo Jima because that's the one that Kubana talked about. Mm-hmm. But, um... Okay, uh, so I... Okay, I looked up the, uh... the uh, underwater thing that's off the coast of Japan, the, uh... Ten thousand mm-hmm. year old pyramid that mystifies everyone. Well, I mean, the one that, the thing that I found it doesn't really call it a pyramid. It says it's a uh, rock formation. Yeah, it's a some it's a submerged rock formation off the coast of Yunaguni. But judging by the images of it, it does look like it. it I can see how it'd be suspiciously look like it's a some sort of man-made monument of sorts, but yeah. Well, uh, thousands of years ago, the sea level was a lot lower. Yeah, so, that is true. Like, was that dur- was that during one of the last ice ages? I believe so. Before all the glacier ice melted. Yeah, and then while I was looking up, I think I saw. A thing talking about, oh yeah, Cuban underwater city. Oh, looks like we finally found Atlantis. Oh, speaking <laughs> of which, wait, is this like an actual Atlantis conspiracy theory type thing, or no? Yep. I'm looking. I'm looking for it. Um, basically, there is a company, and I'm not going to say who, but they have. Um, they're basically exploiting people, saying that they found Atlantis. And I'm reading the article. They've basically found the lost city of Atlantis, and are taking people down for dive tours of just concrete structures that they've built themselves. Okay. Other than that, yeah, there is a whole conspiracy theory about whether it ex- existed or not. Okay. Just to make sure, uh, I have some family upstairs right now. I'm upstairs. You don't he- you don't hear any noise coming from them, do you? Or just you just hear me? I can, uh, I can just hear you, yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Just make sure. So, on the Atlantis topic... Um, it says, basically, there is a group of people that believe that the lost city of Atlantis does exist, and have spent, some of them have spent their whole lives, and their children's whole lives, searching for the lost city of Atlantis. And I think, yeah, I can't find anything on it other than that. Then, uh... Let's see. I know that there's some people who believe that, like, the lost city of Atlantis is actually near, like, the U.S. or Cuba or something, instead of, like, somewhere off near in, like, Europe or Asia. Mm-hmm. Well, that ties into the whole Bermuda Triangle theory. People, some people believe that uh, the lost city of Atlantis is, basically, it's in a giant air bubble, and they are pulling people into it and, like, Forcing them to do something like slave work or something. I don't know. Okay, so are they thinking Atlantis is like some sort of advanced civilization? Uh, I believe so. Okay. 
what are your thoughts on this, Xander? Um, Atlantis has always been something that I'm, like, very definitely believed in, so... As an Atlantis um, believer, what's your take on this? I believe that Atlantis was... was real, but as of right now, isn't really, you know, real anymore. It's been destroyed. More. Yeah, it's been destroyed. Long story short. Well, I think it's about time to wrap up, so I will see you all when this quarantine thing is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.